Welcome to the Inspired by Jacqueline podcast, a refreshing place for women struggling with entrepreneurship, faith, or infertility. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Inspired by Jacqueline. Today I wanted to talk about the art of nourishing yourself, mind, body, and soul. And I am so sure I'm 100% sure you've heard about things that I'm going to share at some point or another. I know that you know about nourishing yourself, know about nourishing your mind, your body, and your soul. So this is kind of a reminder, right? It's a refresher, it's a reminder, or it's a brand new awakening. So wherever you're at in those three levels, here is what I have to share. Creating boundaries. Oof, I said the B word. Boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. That is a whole different conversation for another episode, but I know I am reaching someone when I say the word boundaries. If you're having trouble with setting boundaries when it deals with someone else or different situations, That's one thing, but now it's about really honing in on the boundaries that you are allowing yourself to set for yourself to achieve something greater. So yes, you can say no to someone else or to a new opportunity, to anything else, but now can you say no to yourself, to something that you're doing that can prevent you from getting to the next level? Let's talk about it. Right, so creating boundaries, we're going to talk about that in the different sections. There's four sections that I'm going to talk about today, really briefly, because I want this to be a nugget that you're going to take with you, right? So, creating boundaries and allowing yourself to say no while you're sticking to a routine that's going to help you. Help you into what? Nourishing yourself mind, body, and soul. And I'm going to repeat this because it's really important that it sticks in your head that we need to stop what we're doing and analyze how are we nourishing ourselves? How are we feeding in and what are we feeding into our minds? How are we feeding into our body? And what are we letting into our soul? Okay, take a moment with that. And so the first section that I want to talk about is eating well, right? So nourishing usually correlates to how you feed yourself, how you're nourishing your body, and usually the conversation about food, right? I know I struggle with sugar. At some point in my journey, I never thought that I would stop drinking soda. I was totally addicted to soda. And I tried to do diet and I was like, yeah, no, I can't do diet. So it's either all or none. I grew up drinking soda, kept on drinking soda and it was soda, soda, soda. Oh, pizza goes with soda. Oh, this goes with soda. So there was a procedure I was doing and I was like, okay, 
let me be intentional with this. Since I have to stop doing certain things, I'm going to stop drinking soda. And the more I kept on repeating it, the more my mind was gravitating to it. And then it was setting the tone. What am I setting as a boundary for myself? Okay, so if I'm going to say no to sodas, then what am I going to replace that with? I'm still not at drinking water all day. I know, I know I should be drinking tons of water every day, but I'm not there yet. I'm almost there, but not there yet. I ventured into lemonade, lemon water, iced tea. And to me, that was a better switch than to just completely go from all of this sugar to nothing, to water. And I know it would have been better for me, but I needed to set gradual levels instead of just going cold turkey because I knew that that was not going to work. I tried it before and it didn't work. So this time I wanted to be intentional. And guess what? That was going on two years that I stopped drinking soda. Does it mean that I don't drink soda? No. It just means that I don't bring it into my home. If someone offers it to me, I do not bring it to my home. So if I say there is a boundary that soda will not enter my home, that is a boundary. So setting that boundary, saying no, I'm not going to bring this into my home. And doing that, being intentional, again, intentional with what you're going to allow those boundaries will help you. I actually lost a lot of weight because I had stopped drinking sodas. That was a big sugar rush for me. Now I gained my weight back because I kept on eating other things with sugar. So now I'm repositioning myself taking another step back and say, okay, what do I need to change with this? For me, I'm not a diet person, so all of that stuff doesn't work for me. And you all have to see what works for you and take out of this what you can, right? And then change it to what works for you. So reducing sugar, the main thing, and having a support system. So I went out for a brunch with some amazing friends and colleagues and wow they really checked me they were like where did the sugar go because i got my coffee and everybody else got their coffee or tea and i just started with the sugar and it's like all this paper all around and sugar packets empty and i couldn't hide the evidence so somebody said where's the sugar where's the sugar and i'm like oh this here <laughs> So having people who support you and say, listen, I get it, your taste for sugar, but we want you here longer. We want you to take care of yourself, but we want you here longer. And that, oof, that took me to another level. That's like, okay, now I have to do this next step because there are some people who are like really grounding me and saying, hey, I love you. I want you to be here longer. Do you know that this can impact and create diabetes or whatnot? And whew, we had a conversation. Having a support system totally should be like a must, right? But when you don't have that, then it's like really creating a boundary for yourself. And then what else? 
eating more vegetables. Now, again, some of these recommendations or what I'm listing, it varies based on who you are. Everyone's metabolism is different. Everyone has, there are certain people that might have different physical challenges or medical needs and attention that they can't eat one thing or another because of whatever procedure or schedule they're on based on their medical advisors, doctors, etc. And everyone's eating habits are different. So what I'm sharing is just some tips for you to look at, to start thinking, and then come up with your own solutions. Eating vegetables. I grew up eating vegetables, love vegetables. I'm not saying avoid processed foods. I'm saying avoid an excess of processed food. So that's where I'm at right now with that level of knowing what to bring in. Mindfully enjoy your meal. Let me repeat that again. Mindfully enjoy your meal, meaning turn off everything else. Turn off the TV if you're eating in front of the TV. Turn off everything else around you. Mindfully just be present with it understanding what you're eating and just enjoying that moment so mindfully enjoy it and i'm going to add this to every single section do a detox of digital and screen put your phone down while you're eating turn off the tv just have background music if you need to but do a detox of digital and screen time during your eating time section number two Physical activities. Adjust your morning routines to see what kind of stretches or what activity, physical activity, okay? You don't have to do a full-on half an hour exercise routine, or you can, but accustom your morning time to do some type of physical activity. Maybe you're going to wake up, do meditation, and then clean your house. Believe it or not, by the time you're done cleaning your house, you will feel the workout because I know I do. Or maybe you're going to redo your closet. Again, that's another physical activity. If you don't have time to go outside for a walk or if you don't have time to do a 20, 30 or an hour set exercise routine. If you're able to go outside for a walk, get some fresh air. Embrace slow movement. You can do a quick walk, but then also try a slow walk. Take your time or do some yoga. Slow movement can help you be intentional with just that moment and it creates a physical activity. And again, digital and screen detox. Put your phone down. Section three, calm your mind down. All right, like you're going to be thinking, okay, calm down. No, calm your mind down. Quiet your thoughts. How do you do that? How do you quiet your thoughts? It's possible. You need to set your foundations. What helps for me? So what helps for me may not help everybody. I quiet my thoughts by putting soothing Christian music or instrumental music, jazz music, all of that helps quiet my thoughts and when that happens it allows me to then reflect so quiet your thoughts and then if you're into oils create some 
time to diffuse some oils either in the home or even if it's oils for the body all of that helps to calm your mind allow yourself to have self reflection time you can do this by either reading books or journals that help with self-reflection, self-awareness. Start a passion project. And again, digital and screen detox is a great way to calm your mind. And the last section, but not the least, is the end of the day, your sleeping time. How do you create a routine to sleep well? Create a nighttime routine to prepare you for some good rest. Now, the recommended allotted time is eight hours. I know everyone's routine is so different. Everyone's mindset and energy and metabolism, everything works differently for everyone. I know some people that four hours of sleep gives them good rest, but for others, six or eight hours works best. So make sure that you understand what your sleeping habits and patterns are, and then see if you could stretch it. Maybe add another 30 minutes or an hour. Maybe you're the four hour sleeper and you wake up at that fourth hour, stay in bed for another hour. See how that works. Declutter your mind before you get into bed. And when you open your eyes in the morning, making sure you don't grab your screen. Declutter whatever is going on Breathe in that fresh new day air before you even touch your phone. I am guilty of this. It's like my phone is on the side of my bedside and it's like morning, I wake up and I wanna see what are the top emails that came through, what do I need to check, the chats, etc. And I have to check myself and say, set your boundaries. This is time for personal time. And so the next one is give yourself permission to relax. Don't be too eager to jump out. So if you know you have to get up at six o'clock, put your clock on for four o'clock. That way when your alarm rings, you're allowing yourself an hour to either sleep another hour or to allow yourself to just take it in during that hour. You're slowly waking up. You're slowly getting your mind acclimated to this particular day and allow yourself, give yourself permission to relax, relax before going to bed, relax when, while you're in bed and relax at least 30 minutes to an hour before you get out of bed. So with that said, I hope that you're taking with you an idea of what the art of nourishing yourself, your body, your mind, your soul, take care of it because you are one, you are special, and you are here and meant to be here for a purpose. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode, The Art of Nourishing Yourself, Mind, Body, and Soul. I look forward to your comments. I look forward to you following and subscribing to the Inspired by Jacqueline podcast and also share it with everyone that you feel needs to listen to all of these episodes. And if you still haven't listened to all the episodes, just scroll down to tune in. With that said, stay tuned for the next episode of Inspired by Jacqueline. Take care.